We have a cleanse. Cleansing. Just bring your A game to the party. Do you know align your chakras? <laughs> Welcome to the Growing Pains podcast. I'm Harriet Scott. Sorry. Well, what, I mean, what are you doing if you're listening <laughs> already? I was just circling some notes, Harriet. Um, I'm Eloise Carr, and quite clearly, that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast, because <laughs> I'm getting told off by Harriet all the time. Not always, <laughs> not always. Okay, this podcast is about growing up and growing down. We realised in our friendship, we're together every morning on the Magic Breakfast Show. And we realised, I don't know what I have Little to say like there. that. <laughs> Breakfast Show. We realised that when we say something we're uncomfortable <laughs> about, we put on stupid accents. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got this thing in the show where I need you guys, you and Ronan, to do a video, and I go, "Come and do a little video." <laughs> Just why don't you say it normally <laughs> on the Magic Breakfast Show? <laughs> see each other every morning. A strong, strong friendship has developed, and well, we're ten years apart in age. Yes, and I'm living the suburban dream. And very happy you too, just? let me tell you. But I need to be shaken out of that every now and again because yep. life is for living, Eloise, and for sometimes having that extra drink, staying out a bit later, going to new places you've never been before. And I'm definitely the person to help you do that. You are. One more espresso martini, Harriet? Yes, I will. Do you want a shot? Yes, oh, I will gosh. have that shot. Too many times. But then, conversely, Eloise, we love you as you are, but you yeah. could do with just growing up just a little a bit. Just a tiny bit. I just think I need to just learn a, a few little tips here and there. And I'm trying really hard. On this podcast, you can expect oversharing chats amongst friends about how we are trying to go against the grain of growing up and uh, expect varying levels of success. And also, we're going to be including you guys in our gang. You've got to be prepared to spill the beans. We want to know all the gossip on how you're growing up and growing down because we're not the only ones, Harriet, and we know that because people get in touch with us all the time telling us about how naughty they've been and, you know, what tantrums they've thrown. Well, that's the thing. In every week, we will be asking you who's on the naughty step and why who's really kind of pissed you off or uh, maybe it's a funny naughty step I mean it's not always Frank's bad is it played. Frank's whatever you can always get in touch with that and we'll also be asking you to get in touch with your opinions on whatever the tantrum is Eloise and I will take it in turns to, to throw a tantrum Yes, you can get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram at GrowPainsPod or you can email if you've got any long-form juicy ones GrowPainsPod at gmail.com So this week, you mentioned the tantrum it's going to be my turn, isn't it? Yeah I've got one about leopard print Yes, don't you just So perhaps you have got a little thing that ought to be yours and yours alone and you're reluctant to share because it's mine, mine, mine <laughs> I felt like that about Madonna, really, in the 80s. No one else can be a fan of hers no, but you. No, because, and I know this is this is verging on the scary stalker, but I just, yeah, I was a fan before everyone else liked her. And I had a scrapbook and everything. And when she became really famous, I threw away the scrapbook. I was cross. Really? Because really she's so commercial and everyone else yeah. is her fan. Because now everyone yours. likes Madonna. And it's take, it took me a long time to recover from that. Grow up, Harriet. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, we asked you for your stories on our socials. We will get to those in a bit. But we should check in with each other. Yeah. See how we've done in our efforts to, you know, have a grown-up week or a not-so-grown-up week. I would say my week's been very grown-up. Yeah. Because I celebrated 10 years of marriage. Did you? 10! 10. How long do most marriages last? Oh, God. Thanks for that. I don't... Is that... Oh, well, actually, I'd quite like to find that out. Have I... Have I am I above average? Google. Hang on. You Google. Just Google it. I tell you about what I'd like to talk about is, is really secrets to a happy marriage. And if you have any tips on this, you can always get in touch with us. We can file it under any other business in future episodes. Yeah. I was interested that Joan Collins, 
85, was on this morning last week uh, talking about her one-woman show. Actually, she's going around the country doing a one-woman show. She said the key to uh, a successful relationship with her husband, Percy, 54, 17 years married, uh, separate toilets and plenty of arguments, but be forgiving. My mum says that about separate toilets. So they've got an ensuite and then a main toilet. My mum uses the main one. My dad uses the ensuite and they are each other's responsibility. No one goes into either of the other one ever. Interesting. Yeah. Does your dad, of course, then he has to clean. He has to clean his, it's his responsibility only and vice versa to my mum. However, my dad sneaks in and has baths and my mum, she always knows and she hides all her good stuff. Just of course, of course. But yeah, she says that's the reason. They've been married 39 years now. Have they? Yeah. So separate lose. My mum would agree with that for sure. Yeah. I What's your so. secret? Uh, I know what she means about, you know, couples that say they never argue, you think, well, then you're just hiding it all. Defo. And it's going to explode and erupt yeah. in one ugly pimple one day. <laughs> uh, what's the secret? I think you can have arguments, but um, but you, yeah, you do have to be forgiving. And all that, you know, the people say never go to bed on an argument. I don't know that I agree with that. Really? Because who's going to have the last word? And often, I'm making myself like an, sound like an alcoholic, but you know, if you've had a few wines, mm. the chatty person comes out and you've got to have, and chatty's being yeah. kind to myself. <laughs> Why I use that? My husband would use another word. <laughs> bitch comes out, and I you've got to have the last word. Yeah, got to have the last word because at that moment in time, I'm the cleverest, and I've got to have the last yeah, word. Yeah, and also if you've had a drink, it's probably not the best word, is it? No, it's never. probably like no. I'm going to divorce you in the morning, <laughs> and then in the morning you're like, oh honey, <laughs> you know that thing we yeah, said? Yeah. Well, I really didn't mean it. I've learned to fight differently. In that, I would just storm out when you were younger only like even with, with my husband when we first met if I had a problem with something usually I mean it's not his fault I swear to god I was a bit jealous yeah so I would if I had a problem and it was usually about a colleague or an ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. or something or something had riled me I would storm out of the room but I would always pick the wrong room to storm into oh so I would storm into a cupboard or something or the hallway Where there's nothing fun to do while you're in there to do I'm <laughs> leaving him with the tv and the food probably oh. and you know it's what am I going to do now? How long do I have to do this for? And you get yourself into a situation where you can't... You, you, what you desperately want them to do is come and give you a hug. Yeah. But there's this massive divide between you uh. that you can't... That you just think, I'm really sorry I did that. I'm sorry I said it. I just need everything to be better. But I physically then, I'm rooted to the spot and I can't... Yeah. I can't make the, I know the what right you mean. move. You get sticky feet, like stuck in the mud. You yeah. can't... It's like really hard to trudge back and be like... I'm sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, but now, so you still do the same, but you just go into the kitchen. Or... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've calmed down. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what you know. Marriage and growing up also does. Yeah, is there's a lot of stuff going on. We've got two kids, a busy life. We both work. I think I don't. I'm not worried about the exes anymore. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I've. I think I was sort of fighting in my head a lot more. And I do think that 10 years on, if you haven't calmed down mm. now, I think I'm just a bit more like, oh, because this, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I haven't got the energy for, for proper fighting. No, I'm with you. So as you know, I'm in a relatively new relationship. We were a fish from October. Okay. But we haven't had any blazing rows, but we do, I'm brutally honest with him, and I am. I can be a bit cruel. That's where I am. So I'll be like why are you doing that? And he'll have tried to do something really lovely for me. Yeah. So here's the thing. 
on Valentine's. I don't go in for the smushy stuff, right? But I must admit, when it came round and I only got a card, I was a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. Back at Christmas, I'd seen these beautiful glasses, like champagne saucers. Mm. And he's been trying to get them ever since. And he was going to get them in time for Valentine's. Yes. And couldn't get them. And he told me about how on his lunch break on Valentine's Day, he raced around for like an hour, missed a meeting at work in his new job. Well, I was going to say, to try day three of a these. new job. Exactly. And all I could say was, well, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? The glasses aren't important. You could have got them for another day. And Aww. his little face just was crestfallen. Oh, I actually think you guys have a strong future together because <laughs> you say things as they are. Yeah. That's true. I think I think one of my I speak for my husband. Uh, he would probably find me frustrating because he thinks what you see is never what you get. Yeah. It's never what I say. <laughs> oh no, that makes me worried about our friendship. Oh, God, <laughs> no, he's like he'd be like, well, she says it's fine if everyone comes over, but does she really mean that it's fine? <laughs> well, just so you know, Google has told me that three years is the average. Wow! Marriage. So you are killing God. it in marriage. That's terrible. Yeah, but you've nailed it. So. Nailed you could it. Be smug. <laughs> it is. Yeah, we're now. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll leave you mad. Ten years, decade. Yeah, decade mad. I'll tell you anything you need to know about relationships. <laughs> Got this one, sus guru. All right. So that's me having a very, very grown up week. Meanwhile, I have been very grown up too, Harriet. So you might be familiar with Mary Kondo. She is. Uh, she's written a book called The Magical Art of Tidying Up. Yes, Spark she's now Joy. Got, yes, Sparking Joy by Tidying. Yeah. Now I'm on board with this, but I was watching her TV programme she's got. Now, I haven't seen this TV show. Right. Is well, it good? It is good because I love a cleanse, a material cleanse. I just like, oh, you don't wear that. Chuck it out. Give it to charity, do whatever. Do you do that? I do do that don't quite regularly. Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> But I can imagine you're someone that hoards a lot of kind oh, of special no. clothes. Oh yeah, I do that. Like, but like little trinkets and because uh, you dress in a in a in a no no, no <laughs> in a really great way. So you have quite interesting clothes. Yeah, I tell you what I've done recently. You're going to think this is a bit mad, actually. So there's a sale on in Zara. Yes, and I bought. Um, Three pairs of different trousers, mm. all leopard print. I know, FYI, we'll get to that I'm later. not even kidding you. But I also bought three of exactly the same in a size smaller because I am embarking on losing <laughs> some weight. So currently in my <laughs> in my wardrobe, I've got a section of when I lose weight. Now, lots of people out there, you're listening to me right now, being I do that. But you don't buy. Surely you you you. There's things that I can't fit into anymore. Yes, yeah. but I hang on to them for when I lose weight. I wouldn't buy something. But I new. love them. I love them, and what? And then they won't have them on sale when okay. I've lost weight. Right. So okay. I'm, I'm, you know. By the way, you don't need to lose weight. Should we just address that? Thanks, thanks. Got great legs. <laughs> have anyway. So I've Mary Kondoed my pants drawer. Your that's, pants drawer. That's literally as far as I've got. Actually, I did my pajamas, pants, and socks. So what it means is tidying up things into a very tiny, neat little square. Yeah. And then what you do is kind of stack them uh, vertically, so not horizontally. Now. Uh, Harriet, I'll confess, I'm a pants folder anyways. Mm-hmm. I just stacked them before, like in a pile. And now I've got them all vertical. And it's like, I can just, which ones do I want to wear? See all of them in one foul swoop. Can you though? Pick up, yeah, you can. It's so good. But if there's like a lot of black ones, I don't know what colours you choose. Yeah, yeah. Like how, because there'll be silky black ones, black ones with which are a thong, black ones yeah. which have lace, which don't. I've sectioned them into like, you know, fancy pants and everyday pants. Can we share a photo on our Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I took one because I'm so proud of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's good. But 
at the same time as me, Mary Condoing, feeling so smug that I've grown up and everything. You know, when we came back from Birmingham, we went on an OB outside broadcast for those not in the know uh, to Birmingham because we're following around. Well, we were following around the Boys Own tour, yes. weren't we? Yes. So you guys did a show in Birmingham. And then on the way back, I was like, oh, I'm really tired. You did the show too. Yeah, I did the show too. But, you know, it's, it's your show. I don't want to steal the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were on the train home. We had a few uh, cheeky drinks because they give you in first class, don't they? Like wine and stuff. You realise our first class days are over now. I know. Now we'll never travel that way because we have to pay for it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had a few and I, got, I started to get in the mood. And mm. I was like, oh, I'm still going to go home early. Famous last words, I stayed out until 2.30 <gasps> in the morning. You're kidding. There was a point where I went to leave and I got found out by one of our colleagues, Kelly, and she is an animal, a party animal, and she literally dragged me back. I could not leave. No, no, it was Kelly's fault in Manchester Always with Kelly's me. fault, yeah. yeah. So I ended up going to karaoke again. I found a new song, by the way, Harriet. I'm not going to cheat on you with the mamas and the papas, but okay. I found a really good one to sing, and that is Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Years, just remember that next time I drag well, you to karaoke. you have to be able to sing quite well. I'm not saying you can't. I don't know. I know. Well, no, but one has to be able to sing quite well. Livid. Livid. <laughs> I sang it great. Did you? Anyways, that's that. I've um, grown up. And I've not grown up. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, was that your I've grown up? No, you haven't. Do you think that, this is completely digressing, Buffalo Stance would be a good one to do? Oh, yeah, but you need to really now, you need to know the rap bit off by heart because you won't be able to follow that like sight. Do you know what I mean? I sight reading. That. Harriet bought me a protein ball and it's just on the side and it's eyeing me up. So I'm just going to have a little bite. Thank you. Nice. Ginger and cacao. Mm, yummy. Since this is a podcast about growing pains and growing up and growing down, we thought it'd be good each week to have somebody who's on the naughty step. Now that can be one of us. It could be one of you, one of your friends, family, colleagues, anybody. I guess I'm on the naughty step because we lost it in the Penn Museum in Birmingham and there's footage of that on our socials. Yeah, the Penn Museum is literally a museum about pens and I rolled my eyes when the man was talking to us about the pens because I was really bored. I'm so sorry. But anyways, Harriet saw this and absolutely died. Well, that's I can't remember how it started. What we should say is we'd been to the boys' own gig the night before. Yeah. So we'd had a late night. Harriet was hungover. Hungover as hell! <laughs> as this podcast progresses, I think there'll be less stories of me being hungover because it was just that period of time. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. So, anyway, yes, I was really hungover. Um, so, and by this point, it's now sort of two o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And losing we're the will to live. Losing the will to live. I'm sorry if you work at the Penn Museum in Birmingham. It, it, fascinating, but I just, it was a bit claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And we'd already been in there for an hour learning about pens, trying to get some audio for the show. Because we were going live from the bull ring in Birmingham and um, she just got the giggles. Well, I realised Eloise was filming me. I was just staring at the floor thinking, and Alex, our producer, who is younger than us and, she, and she, we're the ones that should know better. She's 24. Yeah. And she was there being so polite and so capable and, and just saying thank you very much for the visit and all that. And I was just staring at the floor, willing it to end. And then I noticed that Eloise was filming me. <laughs> so then I just got the giggles because of that. She was crying. Harriet was I crying. I started to cry. Like, but like, because I just, I don't know, there was this hysteria, this silent laughing. Love it. I love that laughter when you can't laugh it's because awful. it's so rude because it's the so man's rude. telling us he's something. Standing, in the end, in the end, he's literally standing in front of me and I'm literally... <laughs> <laughs> and Alex is telling us off and apologising for us. <laughs> Do you know, you just think, I'm never going to see them again. This is a, I just need to get out of here. Yeah. We put the video on on, on socials. Helen Lacer on Instagram um, said, well, that was a very 
innuendo-ridden, though, LOL. I hadn't thought that it was the Penn Museum well, innuendo. Well, nibs. Maybe it was. Nib maybe, that was. maybe that is what set us off. Uh, Chloe McKay on Instagram, hello, uh, says, oh, I love getting the giggles. It's it true. is the best. It was just, I know, it was just like naughty, we felt like a school trip. Yeah, when you're not allowed to laugh and you get the giggles is the best slash the worst. Also, we've been asking you your other naughty step stories. So why else you deserve to be on the naughty step? It doesn't have to be that you're getting the giggles. It could be that you've played a prank or whatever. So Emma Turner on email, she says, I hate to say it, girls, but my husband is on the naughty step for failing to get it right on Valentine's Day. She says, I'm not high maintenance. Emma, are you being truthful with yourself there? I don't need gifts, at least not ones that are over £30. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Flowers and a card is all I ask. Nice. Mate, flowers are 45 quid. Come on, Emma. That's a lot of money. Well, we learned the tip, didn't we? Not if you go in the Valentine's section. Yeah, exactly. Okay, she says this. 12 years of marriage, two kids, three dogs and a bloody canary. <laughs> we inherited that from the grandmother. <laughs> You'd think that all he would have to do is remember to give me some love on Valentine's Day. I gave him his card over breakfast, which I made. The breakfast, not the card, I hasten to add. <laughs> I waited all day thinking he'd come home with one and maybe some flowers. Oh, I get that feeling of thinking, any, any minute now, any, any minute, minute now. Yeah. Oh, is it, are they any coming minute. to work? Uh, oh, is that for me? Ooh, yeah, ooh. yeah. He got nothing. Nothing <gasps> at all. I finally bought it up after sulking around the house for hours, which he didn't even notice. Oh, the worst when that happens. They never notice the sulking. No, they do don't. They? they don't. They just put the TV on and watch the football. They don't care yeah, if you're don't sulking. Care. They, don't care. they don't care. If anything, they think, oh, a bit of peace. She's not talking <laughs> to me. Um, she said, when she bought it up, he said, oh, it's a bit predictable and materialistic. Ooh. To cut a long story short, he's now taking me out this weekend to make up for it, but he hasn't made up for it. I, no, because forever now, etched in her heart, is the fact that she was ignored on the most romantic day of the year. Yeah, she made him breakfast. She's got the bloody canary. <sighs> Perhaps the canary needs to go. <laughs> Harriet. Well, not to a better home, not go-go. Just, or maybe make him think it's gone. Maybe just leave a window open. <laughs> Set the canary free. <laughs> okay, Helen Taylor DM'd us on Instagram. She says, I'm sorry. But I'm putting my mum on the growing pains naughty step. For Christmas, anyone remember Christmas? <laughs> I bought her a Champneys spa day that we were to share together. Nice. Fancy. Lovely. Good daughter. I mean, what a lovely thing to share with your mum. Precious, precious time. Yeah. That was supposed to be this weekend. And two days ago, she calls me to tell me she can't go because her new boyfriend wants to take her to his friend's wedding instead. Wow. <sighs> yeah, I know. Wow, wow, wow. I really feel, says Helen, she should have chosen me and stuck with the plan. I mean, isn't that how she brought me up to behave? That's a good point. I think it's a good point. You know, when, you're, when your parents pull an unexpected one like that, you think, what the? If I'd have done that to you, yeah. I'd have been in the doghouse. You'd have said, stick to your original plans, you know, have some morals and just go through with what you've agreed to do. And a fancy dad, new man comes along yeah. and she just wants to bin the daughter and go off for a wedding and yeah. have loads of fun and dance with a sexy new man. Yeah. Actually, I'm uh, with her. So- <laughs> Sorry, Ellen. <laughs> I actually think maybe. Come on, your mum needs to find love for a second time. Yeah, Helen, or, or get third, over or, it. Or third or fourth, who knows? <laughs> yeah, Helen, you'd be really unreasonable uh, here. So. We'll, we'll come with you to Champneys. Sure, that's Why a good deal. Why don't we do that? There we go. We've had an email from a guy, so I love it when we get guys mm. emailing us in. Because we're not just for the ladies, are we, Harriet? No. 
this is something for everyone. Come on then. So Graham Adkins has emailed, guys, I'm on the naughty step. I know it's a cliche, but I used the excuse, the dog did it. My wife made this delicious chocolate cake. We each had a slice of pudding and later on we went to bed. I couldn't sleep. I kept thinking about it. And during the night, I snuck down the stairs and decided I would have just a little slither. I cut it a little bit wonky. So I thought, I'll just straighten this up and cut another piece. And then another. And then it was a bit wonky. So I cut another. You should do kids stories. (laughs) I'm enthralled. Come on. Enthralled. He said it was just so good. Before he knew it, there was just a tiny slice left. Now, since it had been left out and just under a cake cover, I thought, oh, the dog easily could have done that. I'll just make it look a bit messy and I'll go up to bed. My belly full and dreaming of lovely cake. I had a gorgeous sleep and in the morning I woke up, went down the stairs. My wife was looking unhappy. I feigned despair at the dog. My wife told the dog off and then she looked at me. Her face changed. She guided me to the mirror. And there, on my lip, a smudge of chocolate. (laughs) Fucked it. That's amazing! Graham! That's so good! I love the detail of that. That's so good! If you've got a story you want to tell us about, you can email growpainspod at gmail.com or get on Twitter and Instagram at growpainspod to send us anything you want to add to this rather fabulous haul. Thank you very much for um, all your contributions to that. Keep them coming in. We will always be asking in every episode who's on the naughty step. You get the picture now. Okay, now it's time for you this week to throw a tantrum. Spoil it all for you. Yeah. Sorry. It's just that I've got a big one. Yeah. So, leopard print is my thing, Harriet. You know this. I've known you for what, a year and a half now? Yeah, long time, long time. My love affair for leopard print has been going even longer than that. <laughs> it's the most enduring love I have ever had. It probably spans longer than most marriages, as yeah. we have ascertained that's, that's three right. years. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's my thing. And now it's so on fashion on trend yeah it's everywhere in the shops yes everyone has got something leopard print I went to a leaving party the other day I walked in I was wearing a leopard print dress of there were one two three four other women in leopard print dresses and two people in a leopard print trouser and one in a shirt oh God, was I the one in the shirt because I have a leopard print shirt yeah you do do you remember when I Pulled out my leopard print umbrella in Birmingham. (laughs) How did you feel about that? Well, you also had a leopard print skirt on and I had leopard print trousers. So it was weird. It was like we had a uniform. You need to move on from leopard print. No, it's mine. Okay, but it's it's life and it's happened and and we can't put it back in the box, okay? No, I'm just ready for it to like not be on fashion and then all of these fair weather leopard print lovers can just go away. Polka dots like you're wearing now Uh. or something else. The trouble is it's happened and you may just look like with all your leopard print things and all the things you've bought from Zara for like the future Mm -hmm. are still leopard print. That you'll look like, oh yeah, she's still doing leopard print. Ha ha. Well, I don't care what, but I'm not a follower of fashion, Harriet. I just, you know, dance to the beat of my own drum. Oh, <laughs> so leopard print will always be my thing. So I'm sick of other people having it. It's mine, mine, okay. mine, and I don't want to share. I've just remembered I have a leopard print dress that's more summery, so roll on spring. And the thing is, 
Oh. I will feel a bit, I've learned a new word since hanging out with you, basic. basic. I'll feel, it's a bit basic now, isn't it? To, it is basic. To be dressing in leopard print. But it's not basic. When it goes out of fashion, you're still carrying on. Even right. though people may think, oh, she's not a follower of fashion anymore. Like, that's when it becomes not basic. Okay. So hang on to it. Hopefully it'll roll away. Anyways, you guys have also been contributing what you don't want to share. What is yours and only yours? Well, Wendy Greater on Instagram. Okay, so it's not as trendy as leopard print. But I've been wearing hand-stitched leather suede sheepskin boots made by surfer hippies in Jeffrey's Bar, South Africa. Wow. Since the 80s. Now Ugg boots are all the rage. It's my boot style. Yes, Wendy. Own that! I imagine these boots also have some fringes on them and some Aztec embroidery. Me too, actually. Yeah. Wendy, I think it's safe to say that you're the only one wearing them. That's it. No one else is wearing hand-stitched leather suede sheepskin boots, are they? Yeah. Not re- really. Ugg is, Ugg is Ugg. At least not in the UK, so maybe you just need to move to the UK, because no one's really wearing them. Oh, do you think she doesn't live in the UK? Well, doesn't she live in South Africa? Well, she bought them from there. Oh, right. Well, they're made by surfer hippies there, doesn't mean... Don't you love it when you go on holiday and buy something amazing and then someone says to you, oh my God, I love those. Where did you get them from? And you're so smug and you're like, from America, you can't get them. <laughs> San Francisco. Yeah, you can't get them. It's like a really them. cool shop in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're vintage. Oh, you can't get them. You can't get them. Fiona Wilkes on Twitter. Um, I've had my helix pierced for 10 years now, and everybody's doing it. It really pisses me off. <laughs> I don't look fierce and individual anymore. I just look like a fashion victim. <sighs> now, the helix. Yeah, tell me where that is. I think the helix... I'll take my headphones off to show you this little bit at the top. Oh, the p- pushy-outy bit. <gasps> Oh, I don't know how you Google that. Inside your ear, not in, in, but yeah. it's the top bit. Oh, it's that bit that pokes out. I know what you mean. Before it, hurts it goes in the when hole. You press it before yeah. you've even. No, that's that. That is your tragus. Tragus. I believe that's your tragus. The little bit that's actually quite nice yeah. to push if you push that. There's other things that can be pierced on your ear, yeah. like, well, I had my conch pierced, didn't I? Yeah. Lasted three weeks. Too much to cope with and too much of a look. Too much of a, I'm that girl. That's the thing, I guess. I, I've had my nose pierced for about 15 years now. Yeah. You just have to like know in your heart that you own that first. Yeah. And then there's a confidence that comes with that, isn't there? I think there is. And I couldn't pull off the conscious yeah. look at all. You just have to know, Fiona, that you're better than everyone else because you did it first. <laughs> just be smug. <laughs> While we're on the piercings, I I like your lip piercing story. Oh, yeah. So when I was 14, I got my lip pierced. I had to beg to get it done because they're not meant to do that. It's naughty. And I pierced it. And I was obviously living with my parents because I was only 14, but I knew they would freak out. So I took the piercing out and I remember saying to my mum, oh, look, mum, I've got a spot because it was red. Mm. It was unavoidable. Mm. She knew all along and she watched me for two weeks take it out and put it in at night and it was getting really badly infected and then I had I used to get pocket money at that time so I think she was like oh what did you spend your pocket money on and I had to bring home fake things that I'd used my 20 quid for Mm -hmm. actually I used it on the piercing so like I borrowed some friends books and said I'd bought them Mm. and then one day it was really badly infected and I said to her mum because I couldn't hide it anymore I was like mum I need to talk to you I've had my lip pierced and she went I know (laughs) And she said, I knew as soon as you came home that first day, because she said she looked at it and thought, that's not a spot, that's a hole. And she just let me 
get it infected to oh, teach horrible. me a lesson. That's horrible. I know. That's horrible. And you don't wear that now? No, but are there slight scars still? Sometimes I think to myself, maybe I'll just be kooky and get it done again. But then I think, no, no Eloise, no, you're don't. heading no, don't. towards 36. Don't, don't be silly. Uh, Kate on email, I've been wearing DMs since I was a teenager. They're very much my look, but now everybody's got a pair. Or an upcycled pair with bloody sparkly studs on it. Ah, yes, like the ones I bought that Baby Spice had on Instagram. Yeah. And I've got all those kinds of stuff as well. Like, you just it, it's not it's not silly. You can own that. That's the new f- trend of an older person. Not that you're an old person. What? Oh my God, oh my God. Uh, how do I retract this? Yeah, well, I d- I'm not sure. What do you mean it's the new I mean, trend of an older person? No, <laughs> I'd mean, love to hear this. Oh my God, I don't know how to the get out of this. The floor is yours, Eloise. I don't know how to get out of this. Um, Say what you feel. Okay, some people <laughs> may think that someone of a certain age, over 30, let's say, because I'll put myself in this, shouldn't wear certain things. Mm but they can. And that is the new embracing of age and power. Wearing the whatever the hell you want without a care of what anyone thinks. Have I made myself out of the hole Do now? Do you think I look stupid in my DM style shoes with studs on? So anyways, <laughs> Natalie's DMs me on Insta and she says, white bloody boots. Three years I've been searching, now they're everywhere. I refuse to buy them now. I'm the same with, a, I used to really want a pink leather jacket from Camden Market. Mm-hmm. Really wanted one. Never got one, couldn't afford one. And then they all turned up everywhere and by that point I was like, oh, I yeah, them no, everyone's, everyone's doing it. I honestly craved it for years. Uh, Jackie Lawson says, you need to patent the leopard print to stop everyone else wearing it. I will do that, Jackie. Yeah, the horse has uh, bolted there, I think. And Liv Hack uh, hates telling people where her clothes are from so they can go and copy. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's why I love it when it's from abroad and you can just be like, oh yeah, I got it from But honestly, honestly, do you wear any item of clothing, whether that's jewellery or a stupid jaunty hat that you've bought abroad? Mm. Yeah, I've got some boots, but no one ever asks about them. (laughs) (laughs) That's pointless. Anyways, we also... um, Oh, anyways, last week we chatted a little bit about how far you're prepared to go with friends. So I just thought in a little any other business section, I'd tell you a little bit about tweets I've received. Go on. Briefly, Katie Malko tweeted at Grow Pains Pod. I showed a friend a troublesome ingrown hair on my bikini line recently. Oh, we're talking about friends and oversharing. Yeah, how far you'll be prepared to go and what others might think is a little bit weird if they saw it happening. Were you... No, you weren't there on that night. It wasn't the night. You know my friend Lisa, who Mm. we had the birthday party at. Yeah. There was one night, three girlfriends at her house, Mm. and she'd bought some really good gin from Lidl. I was there. No. Oh. This was the... the, the part trial. Two. This was part one. <laughs> right. Uh, and we were honestly about to show each other our grooming. No. Yes. Yes. No. But Lisa stopped us because she thought these girls are drunk and they'll regret it. We're not not in any kind of remotely pornographic sexy yeah, way. Just like checking just out what other people do. Because don't you think it's a like men, they see each other. I think we're probably quite fascinated genuinely about Definitely. how other women groom themselves. Yeah, actually. Yeah. And then I'll know them. If everyone's letting it grow out and I don't know and think everyone is is all off, <laughs> then I want to be like, oh well I can let it all grow. It's just do you know what I mean? So I want to know what the going what the fashion is right now. But, are we done? That is it for now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening and getting involved. 
don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GrowPainsPod. <laughs> we always need your naughty step story. Uh, keep an eye on the socials to see what else we would like you to be involved in. In fact, I know what I would like you to be involved in for next time. Yes. Because it'll be my turn to throw a tantrum. Yeah. And the tantrum's going to be called um, Fuck You and Your Forever House. And what we'd love to know is those things that people say that are really smug and they annoy you. So please get in touch. GrowPainsPod at gmail.com or all the socials, the Twitters, the Instas at GrowPainsPod. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast as well because it helps us get noticed and we need that. We're only new and little. You can get us anywhere. We're looking forward to sharing more Growing Pains with you next time. Have a great day. Bye.